twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll talk about the care and maintenance of two-way radios. We'll discuss how to keep your radio in top condition and give you some important tips to avoid damage to your radio equipment. We'll also review the Motorola RDU2020 business two-way radio and take some of your questions from email and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialist. So we just purchased some brand new radios and we want them to last for as long as possible. Uh, first of, of all, of course. First of all, uh, how long can we expect them to last under normal use? Well, general life expectancy of a two-way radio is about five to seven years. Accessories generally last one to two years on average. As with most other electronic devices, the life expectancy will depend a lot on how you take care of it. And that sort of brings us into the topic of today's show. We're going to discuss how to care for and how to maintain your two-way radio. This is going to be a simple topic, I think. We're just going to give you some brief tips on how to take care of your radio and how to not break your radio, how to avoid a warranty situation, you know, as best you can. Well, you know, it's it's funny because it seems like, you know, this seems so basic, most people by this time would be groaning and saying, oh, I know how to take care of a radio. But you'd be amazed at how many people don't. Right. Well, most of our customers that um, are expecting a lot of life out of the radio, like small businesses where the owner is buying the radios himself and he's giving the radios out to his employees, who a lot of times may have never used a radio before, may not know how to use a radio or take care of a radio. So it's important that you give your employees a, a few tips and um, you know maybe a short lesson on how to use the radio and how to take care of the radio so that you um, can avoid a situation where you're without a radio for a while. It's all common sense uh, stuff here, but it's important to know. You know, Anthony, I think we talked before about some of your stories about getting radios back from people uh, that you're just amazed at what they've been through. Yeah, I've seen uh, quite a few radios come back that have just everything from dropped in the ocean to uh, (laughs) I had a lady call me the other day that she bought a few radios, about 50 radios from us a few months back, and she came back and ordered one the other day. And I said, why are you ordering one? Did it it go bad? She said, said, no, they're the greatest radios in the world, but they will not withstand a forklift. <laughs> it withstand it, it withstood the the falling off the guy's waist to the floor. It was still picking up communication, 
but the <laughs> forklift hit it and that was it did it in <laughs> so it's good to know that they're you know those mill spec radios can take a few little bumps and drops and things but the uh well, dropping on the floor like that and, and getting busted yeah, still working that's that's yeah pretty that's, good beating. that's no doubt but uh yeah forklifts yeah. they i've seen i've seen some uh some radios come in what you normally see is got the the company that buys the radios and then they hand them out to the employees and they're not always careful with them they they're not paying for the radios they're not paying 160 dollars per radio so they're a little bit more uh, rough on them what's the worst one you've ever seen in person the worst one i've seen is a i had a radio come in the other day and it had been dropped in the ocean it looked it was caked in soot or salt you know once it dried out the salt was covering it i mean it looked like it had been sitting there for a few days barnacles on yeah it. <laughs> pretty much i mean uh, uh, but uh that's that's probably the worst one i've seen and it was just gone beyond repair i mean it was it's some it's probably it's a paperweight now you can't do anything with it you know and that's the other thing too even if the radio says it's built to mill spec or it's built to withstand certain things it doesn't necessarily mean that there's, gives there's you a license to go out be, and do it there's always going to be something that uh can destroy i mean it, something could break any anything it's yeah. just uh these degrees of you know mill spec are just degrees of durability i mean obviously if you throw a radio in a fire at a high enough temperature it's going to melt it doesn't matter what type of um and the, bat- the, the battery the will probably blow up too so yeah. don't throw your radio on the fire <laughs> exactly so it's it's a lot of this is knowing um how durable your radio is and what kind of quality you're dealing with i mean there's there's some radios that we sell that are going to be fine in a school or in a retail store but you know i probably wouldn't recommend this radio for a, a construction site that's right um so I guess number one is be aware of what type of radios you have and what kind of durability you can expect out of the radios. Most radios that are mil-spec will take a fall from a a height of over 10 feet. A lot of radios that are mil-spec will uh, even handle being ran over by a a typical vehicle I've seen. But uh, again, even that's going to depend on the angle Mm -hmm. sometimes. But try not to subject the radio to physical abuse try not to drop or throw the radio especially when you're you know some other co-worker somebody you're mad at <laughs> yeah, don't use the radio don't use it a weapon as, as a weapon exactly um also the the weak point on a lot of radios is the antenna uh, where the antenna connects to the radio if you bend that hard enough you may cause something to break so especially on fixed antenna radios where the antenna isn't removable most of the time on radios that have a fixed antenna the when we see it when we see them come back the issue is a broken antenna more than anything else that's the most common repair that that that's our most common repair is is a replacement antenna on a fixed antenna radio yeah that's because it's common for a lot of people to just pick up the radio. It's, by it's the not antenna. a handle. No, no, yeah, not. and that brings me to my point. Don't carry the radio by the antenna. That's the easiest way to break the antenna, and the antenna is the weakest point on the radio a lot of times, so avoid doing that. Well, for safety reasons, too, because uh, especially radios of higher wattage, you, it's a good way to, to get a burn as well, isn't it? it that's true. Another point is don't expose the radio to liquids. And uh, again, this is 
dependent on the radio you have. There are some radios that are designed to be submersible, and for those radios, you're going to be fine. Even mil-spec radios that are uh, you know, IP5-something or, or higher, those radios are going to take um, some degree of, of wetness, of light rain, but um, if possible, avoid getting the radio wet unless it's designed to be a submersible radio. Also, of course, don't expose the radio to corrosive solvents, cleaners, or mineral spirits. <laughs> the battery pack can be a little more sensitive in the radio itself in some cases, so um, don't charge a wet radio or a battery pack. Avoid placing the radio on surfaces that are unstable. Always turn the radio off before installing optional accessories. You plan on doing some upgrades, power off, battery off before you undertake that. You can possibly short out what you're installing or the radio or something. It depends depends on what you're doing. Not that people do a lot of installing. In a lot of radios, the accessory port is under the battery anyway, so the battery has to be off. But a lot of mobile radios and things, be sure the power's off on the thing before you do upgrades. Heat and cold is another sensitive area. A lot of radios have ideal operating temperatures. These temperature ranges are very wide, but um, just be aware if you're like negative 5 to uh, 140 degrees Fahrenheit is a typical operating range of a radio. If you're in a freezer using a radio, for example, in temperatures below 5 degrees, unpredictable results. Um, If you're using a radio in temperatures over 140 degrees, most of the time you're probably not going to be in temperatures over 140 degrees, but if you're in, if you leave your radio in a car in the sun, that could cause problems because it could get hot. Well, yeah, yeah. So pretty much it's not just the operating temperature that's important, but but how you store the radio as well. You don't want to store it. It's a fairly wide range, but overall it's probably best to store all this Somewhat in room temperature. Right. Yeah. Now, do we cover uh, using accessories intended for your for your radio? I mean, there's some people that will try to rig stuff. They'll try to rig stuff like, uh, you know, they'll want to use a different kind of battery that wasn't really designed to be used for the radio, and that, that can be actually be dangerous in some cases. Right. And um, we don't recommend that you do that. And, and a lot of times we get guys, especially people that are into radios, or be creative, and they like to make their own accessories and, you know, um, convert an accessory that's intended for one radio to, mm-hmm. to be used with another radio. And that's fun, but be aware that if you're doing that, there's a chance you're going to cause problems with the radio and possibly void your warranty. We don't recommend that you do that. Use accessories that are made for the radio. Chargers and have. power adapters. You know, like we had a question from uh, the last episode. Uh, you know, the gentleman had a, a power adapter that... Uh, was designed for his radio, but he was in a different area, possibly a different country. So he went out and bought a different one with different uh, with different amperage to plug into the radio. And of course, he was having performance issues with it. But that's also bad for the radio because you know different uh, wattages, different amperages, different voltages. Trying to plug that into the radio and trying to get it uh, to work can damage the radio, and that will avoid the warranty as well. And it can be dangerous that's if right. it's. Uh, and uh, it's also important that if you're buying aftermarket 
accessories for your radio, be sure you're buying these aftermarket products from a reputable brand or from a reputable dealer, of course. Well, and, and that's why we have charts and things on some of the accessories, like the impact accessories, for instance. We'll have the compatibility charts there right. so that you know, you look down that compatibility chart and you say, oh, you know, this accessory is going to work with my radio. Or if you don't see it there, then it, chances are it's not intended for your radio. Use those accessory charts. And if you have any questions, call us, and we'd be right. happy to to assist you with that. Like um, charging your radio. If you've got a charger that it's not for your radio, but it looks like it might charge your radio, don't try it. Yeah. Call us, biggest, make sure it's going to work, because you could ruin your battery or you could ruin your radio. That's one of the biggest things I've seen, you know, if you... If you're going to buy a, a battery, a replacement battery, and it's a, a nickel metal hydrate battery, make sure you replace it with that. I've got some folks that want to go buy a lithium and stick mm-hmm. that on that. It's better technology, better battery, but you can't charge it in that. Yeah, a lot of times if you're changing charger, battery chemistry, then you need to change your charger. Got to change your charger. Well, sometimes that can even be a fire hazard, too. So, you, you know, you want to be careful if you're, you know, mixing... Uh, batteries, chargers, AC adapters, you know, don't go to to uh, the local electronic store and just buy that universal adapter or charger just because it says it'll work for everything because uh, it, it probably won't. Right, and if you have any questions, please call us. Our advice is free. So, you know, if you have a question about what charger is going to work with your radio, we have the answer for you or we have access to the manufacturers that can get the answer for you. Now, as far as general maintenance, you know, cleaning of the radio, uh, I know there there are a few schools of thought on that because radios get dirty, they get dusty, they get all nasty, and and uh, there's there are right ways and wrong ways to do this. That's right. Normally, you're going to want to clean your radio with a soft, damp cloth. A microfiber cloth is best. That'll allow you to remove the dust and avoid getting cloth fibers in the radio. I would say avoid getting the radio wet with any cleaning solution. If you're going to use cleaning solution like uh, avoid alcohol or, or special ammonia type cleaners, use you know water, spray it on the towel, and wipe the radio down. Well, while it's off, of course. While it's off. <laughs> it's right not while it's on. <laughs> Don't spray the radio itself. No. If, if you're going to use a, a liquid like water, you spray it on the cloth and then mm-hmm. wipe down the radio. So dry it with a lint-free cloth. Uh, if it does get wet, you know, just keep it dry pretty right. much. Now, as far as, uh, as storing the radio, what's the best practice on that? Well, the most important thing is to remove the batteries when you store the radio because over time, corrosion can happen in batteries if there's no use, you know, depending on temperatures and things like that. And... A battery is easy to replace. A radio can be expensive to replace. So if corrosion does occur in the battery while you're storing the radio, it can ruin the radio as well. It leaks out, leaks all over the radio, and exactly. uh, that's that's the end of story there. That's right. So if, when you're storing the radio, just be sure to remove the battery. That's the most important thing. And, and watch the temperatures where you're storing the product. Yeah. I guess... Uh, Charging um, below or above a certain uh, temperature is probably not good for it either. 
for the battery in the long term. Well, they, they recommend that you stabilize the battery to room temperature, which is about 72 degrees, before you charge it. Charging below 40 degrees and above 104 degrees is said to decrease the life cycle. Mm-hmm. Store new unused batteries in a cool, dry area at room temperature. Okay. So uh, it's, it's really not complicated. None of this is complicated. That Most the, of what we've said today, I think, is common sense. Yeah, it's just common but sense. It's Again, when you buy a new fleet of radios, before you give them to your employees, go over some of these things. And we actually have a sheet on our website uh, that you can download that has a lot of care tips. And you can print this sheet out and post it in your workplace just as a reminder to people how to take care of the radio. Print a copy out for, for every employee in your company so they all know how to, how to properly take care of the radios. And we'll have a link to it in the RSS feed to the show notes for this episode of the Two-Way Radio Show. And if you'd like a, a copy of that with your order, we have a laminated version available for a nominal fee. Okay. Well, um, coming up, we have a review of the Motorola RDU 2020 Business Radio. What's our take on it? Well, stand by because that's next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for Two-Way Radios? Buy Two-Way Radios has what you need. Buy Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. And this week we have a review of a popular business radio from Motorola the RDU 2020. Well, today we're reviewing the RDU 2020 from Motorola that falls into the RDX series from Motorola. One of our more popular radios. Um, it's a, it's a two channel radio. It's uh, two Watts of, of transmit power. Uh, it does have the 89 UHF frequencies pre-programmed into the radio. The user can actually go in via the handheld and, and change their frequencies and private line codes, uh, or there is uh, programming cables available and, and software that's downloadable from Motorola's website to do that as well. Good sounding radio. Sound quality is, is very, better than... Very loud. It dude. is. That's the best thing about this radio. It really sets it apart from any other line of radios that we sell. The RDX series is super loud. You know what? We have... We have an audio sample of the RDU 2020. Let's hear it. We'll hear it right now. Motorola RDU 2020 sound check for buytwowayradios.com. 
Motorola RDU 2020 sound check for buy2wayradios.com. I told you it was loud. Yeah. Sounds great. Ouch. Um, <laughs> yeah, I believe these radios have a, a 2,000 milliamp speaker, which is just incredible because a lot of other brands of radios advertise their 700 milliamp speaker mm-hmm. as being exceptionally loud. So this is a very loud radio. Uh, but this radio, the, like I said, comes from the RDX series. So there is this is the UHF model that we're we're talking about today it is available in a vhf model uh it is available in a mers model there's five or six different radios in the rdx series comes with the 12 hour uh, lithium rechargeable battery drop-in charger my only complaint about the radio is can be difficult to program through the handheld you listen for a series of beeps with this radio. Uh, unlike somewhere it will mention, you know, table code four, table code five, and then that those table codes match up to a certain frequency. This goes off a number of beeps, so you've you do have to listen. I, I would recommend if if we'll definitely program them for you free of charge. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know your frequencies, we'll program them for you. Or um, if it's something you think you'd rather do. There is a programming cable that is available, and you can download the software yeah, and do it all. People would buy that cable and and download the software for any kind of programming because it's difficult yeah. to. If that's the only thing bad I can say about it, then you know that's uh, that says a lot about the radio. We sell quite a few of them. The durability on this radio is fantastic. These radios will last forever, and we we just don't see complaints on the Motorola business line of radios ever. Now the the antenna on this one's a little bit thicker than what you find on a lot of other other radios. It seems uh, I wouldn't call it a, a a regular size antenna, but I wouldn't really call it a stubby antenna either. Well, uh, with this being a two watt radio, the antenna is not removable from the radio, so it's a fixed antenna. We talked earlier about the common problem of breaking antennas. Yeah, this radio is uh, made so that that doesn't happen. So if you carry the radio by the antenna, it's it's durable. The, the reason for the thickness of the antenna is durability, and it works. We don't see this radio come back for broken antennas. Nope. Now, that doesn't mean that you can go around and carry it by the antenna. It just means that if you forget or, or somebody is doing that, you can... Yeah, I still don't encourage you to carry this by yeah, the antenna. Yeah, definitely don't but, recommend it. <laughs> but, uh, right, it... It won't break as easily. Let's say that. <laughs> this radio comes in right at uh, $209 for the UHF version. The uh, the MERS and the VHF are, are slightly lower in price. 189 on the VHF version, which is a RDV 2020. Uh, the RDM 2020 is also 189 That's the MERS version. This version does not have a display, and it's a two-channel radio. We have a version with a display and eight channels, the RDU 2080D, that's mm-hmm. also available. Just sort of the step up on this. All the features are the same, but that adds a, a text display on the front and gives you an extra six channels. Okay. Any other final thoughts about the radio? It's a cool little radio. It's a cool little... It, it is. It's a cool little radio. 
TM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's trademarked that expression. Um, all right. Well, we have some questions from our blogs and uh, from our forums at twowayradioforums.com. And the first question is from Greg. And Greg says, um, I have just bought a pair of MR355R radios and all work fine, but the transformer that plugs into the wall socket emits a buzzing sound. I didn't really notice it when I first plugged it in last night, but this morning it's quite loud. Um, have moved it to other sockets, etc., and was wondering if anyone else had experienced a similar issue, either with the MR355R or other radio battery charger transformers. This is from uh, Greg. That's not supposed to happen. No, no, that's that's. Uh, that's Did not it go away when he switched? Uh, no, he or, said he didn't. Uh, he switched it to other sockets. It didn't seem to fix the problem. Okay, I can pretty much answer this one. Typically, the adapter shouldn't make any noise. It's not supposed to do that, but there are some things that can cause it to happen. Um, you have some possible causes with um, voltage or grounding issues with the outlet, interference with other uh, devices that are plugged into the same circuit that your uh, adapter is plugged into, a damage to the adapter cable or to the adapter itself can obviously be an issue. Um, now, if you plugged it into other outlets, if the outlets are on the same circuit you want to try plugging it into an outlet that's on a different circuit if there are any other devices like uh, uh, large appliances washing machines dryers uh, things like that that uh, might be sharing that same circuit but maybe operating in another phase on that circuit uh, you might want to try turning those devices off and seeing if that goes away if the buzzing stops if it does that would be electrical interference if it doesn't you might want to check your line also to make sure that your outlets are grounded because uh, sometimes if they're not properly grounded, that can cause that too. So you might want to try plugging into a surge protector, a battery backup, plug, take it to another building, take it to, to another house or, or office or somewhere and, and see if it makes the buzzing there. If the buzzing stops, then you probably have a wiring issue. But if it doesn't, uh, maybe with the adapter itself. I mean, check the adapter line for kinks and uh, other damage to the adapter and another thing to check for is if the adapter is running hot if it's if it's uh, kind of warm it, it's normal for an adapter to be warm to the touch but if it's running really hot then then uh, it probably need to get it replaced so that's um good answer thank you very thorough thank you okay um and now we have time for one more and this one's from john and it's actually a, a comment uh and kind of a question he said, uh, and he's referring to uh, episode 11 of the two-way radio show, uh, all about MERS, where we were talking about MERS radios. And uh, he says, remember the person asking the question about privacy? He was, uh, and that, we had a question there I, in the I show about that, yeah. You know. And uh, he said, how about TriSquare EXRS for privacy and security? You guys seem to forget these radios. <laughs> Well, we're gonna we're gonna be reviewing the Tri Square on an upcoming episode, and uh, John's right. That's a very, uh, as far as privacy goes, if that's your biggest concern, the Tri Square is definitely the way to go if you're looking for a consumer grade radio. The Tri Square uses frequency hopping technology, so uh, when you're transmitting on that radio, your transmission only spends about a quarter of a second, if uh, memory serves me correctly, on each frequency. The radio just keeps changing frequencies constantly, 
using an algorithm that's dependent on the channel that you're currently on on the radio. So it's a, a very secure radio. A regular police scanner is not going to pick up transmissions on this radio. The only thing I've heard where it, it could even be eavesdropped on at all is uh, through a piece of equipment that allows you to listen in on any radio signal that's in the area. And in that case, the person with this device has to be very, very close to your radio, in mm. which case he'd probably be able to hear the transmission himself. Mm. So. so we are going to be covering the uh, TriSquare We're radios. We're going to be covering the TriSquare in a future episode and um, very secure. Okay. All right. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buytwowayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, Check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. Um, before we go, any final thoughts? Anything about uh, taking care of our radios? I think um, we covered it. Okay. Well, today's show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, buy-two-way radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Once again, everyone, thanks for listening to us on the Two-Way Radio Show. And until next time, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out.